Welcome back to the Bindman's Archives. I'm John Crocker, and today we are joined by Geoffrey Bindman. Geoffrey, so far we have discussed two headline cases. What are we discussing today? Well, the other case, uh, which was of great interest to me anyway, was the case of James Hanratty. This is quite a different kind of case. Can you tell us about James Hanratty and his case? Well, James Hanratty was a young man. I think he was about 24. And he was a kind of small-time burglar. But he came from a, you know, his family were quite decent, respectable people. And there was a murder. It was called the A6 murder. A young woman called Valerie Storey worked in some scientific laboratory. She was having an affair with one of her fellow employees. She was with this chap in a car at a place called Dorney Reach, which was on the River Thames. A man came along with a gun and held them up and made the man drive the car. They drove the car a very long way, right up near to Bedfordshire. And there he, I don't know what happened when they they tried to escape or something like that. Anyway, he shot dead the man and attempted to rape Valley's story. And then he disappeared. So they they found the body and they found Valley's story in a very bad condition. They, They did eventually find the suspect and they put him on an identity parade. Valerie Story picked him out as the man who'd attacked her and killed her boyfriend. So he was arrested, put on trial, and the trial took place. And uh, he was convicted of murder, and he constantly denied that it was him. He wasn't there. He claimed he was in Liverpool at the time, or he'd been in Liverpool, and then he went to a grill in North Wales. So he had a kind of an alibi, and there was very little real evidence against him. And the case was taken up. He was convicted and he was sentenced to death, which was, he was about the last, almost the last person sentenced to death in Britain in 1962. And he always denied it was him. And he told his parents, you know, when they saw him before he was hanged, you know, you've got to clear my name, I'm innocent and so forth. And they, they decided, they went to enormous lengths to prove his innocence and they got various people interested in the case, including Paul Foote, journalist. And uh, Paul Foote was a friend of mine. He was a private. He worked for Private Eye, but he also worked various other papers. He was he was an absolutely brilliant journalist. And so he came from this very kind of influential family. But he was a left wing socialist. I mean, he was actually a member of the Socialist Workers Party. And he was a very extraordinary character. I mean, he was a very close friend of mine. And he took up the case of Hanratty, and he wrote a book about it, which is called Who Killed Hanratty? And, I mean, he was absolutely committed to proving Hanratty innocent. So he asked me to help out and so on. So I represented the family for many years. In fact, I probably still do, in a sense, because his brother, sister-in-law, is still alive and is still committed to the innocence of James Hanratty. We campaigned for a public inquiry, which eventually we got. An inquiry was set up under a barrister. That wasn't a great success because this barrister thought Hanratty was guilty. We then, we kept asking the Home Secretary to agree to have Hanratty's body exhumed 
so that we could have his DNA compared with DNA on clothing that was found at the scene and so on. And there was a lot of work was done to try and go into all the details of the case, very, very complicated, and prove him innocent. And eventually we built up a case that led to the conviction of Hanratty, even though he'd been executed in 1962. This is already in the 1990s, or even later. We got the case referred by the Criminal Cases Review Commission to the Court of Appeal. So we had, a, in a sense, a retrial of Hanratty many years after his death in the High Court with the Lord Chief Justice sitting on it and other judges. And then the whole issue came to turn on DNA because DNA had been found when his body was eventually exhumed by order of the Home Secretary. And DNA had been found in the car on clothing that had belonged to the elderly story. And experts were called and they gave evidence for the appeal. And the experts disagreed. But eventually the court held that because they were convinced that Hanratty's DNA was on the clothing, Valerie Story's clothing found in the car, that Hanratty was, was the man, so they upheld the conviction. What would you say is the significance of this case now? It was a case that led to a lot of interest and several books. And there was another journalist, as well as Paul, who was very, very interested and wrote a book. There were, there were four or five books written about the Hanratty case. It was, it was constantly it was disputed. Only about... Uh, Few weeks ago, I had a letter from a man who has been doing a study. I mean, there are still people around the country who are still researching the case. And this chap had written a 300-page study of the Hanratty case, proving that Hanratty was innocent. So it still has its echoes. But as far as the law is concerned and the future of the law, the death penalty had already been abolished after Hanratty. And I think it was the Hanratty case that had a quite an impact on persuading people that the death penalty was, you know, couldn't really be maintained because here was a case where a man had been executed, but he could have been innocent. I still think there's a very good chance that he was innocent. So the, the importance of the case really was to discredit the death penalty. People are obviously interested in the case and still campaigning. Do you think there's a chance of proving his innocence? Not really much that can be done. It's very unlikely, in the face of that DNA evidence and, and the decision by the Court of Appeal, it would be necessary to get the Criminal Cases Review Commission to refer the case back yet again to the Court of Appeal. It would be very difficult to persuade them to do that without some really startling new evidence. It's difficult to see at this late stage how that's going to be found. Such a fascinating and significant case. Thank you, Geoffrey. Join us next time for another episode from Bindman's Archive.